Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
Okay, so now we're on the line now, so we can't talk no any more personal business. I'm going to call Pop now, and I'm connecting him up. And I think Sister Austin called Pop and told him that he she has to go to church or something tonight, so she won't be on the line tonight. And, yeah, and I did try to call Sister Mabel, but you know, to see what's going on with her, to try to get her back on the line. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, so, you know, hold on. Let me get Pop. Hold on. Okay. I didn't even ask you how do you feel. I'm so sorry. Oh, God feels great. Thank God, thank God. I was a little tired. I'm like you when I kick and I work today, but I come here and lay down for half an hour when the Lord revived me. Now I feel much, Hello. much better. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Good evening. Hi. Hi, Maria. Hello. Hello. Hold on. Hi, Pastor. Hey, baby. Hold on. You got Sister Tinsley. Hold on. Okay. I'm going to get pop. Okay. Yeah. 
Yes. Sister Vaughn is um is not feeling well tonight, and Sister Austin have a prior engagement. So it's just us tonight. Uh, okay. So get started. Okay. It's called an intimate group. Yes, an intimate group. I'm sure Arlene, since Arlene Virginia would be on too sometime tonight. Okay. So let's uh, just open up the prayer. Uh, Maria, can you do us the honors, please? Uh, dear mm-hmm. Father, we thank you for this wonderful day. We thank you for all the grace and the love and the care you have given us. Um, and for letting us gather in sisterhood and brotherhood because Pop is with us. Okay. Amen. <laughs> yeah. um, Thank you. To, to worship you and praise you um, for uh, before we um, lay our heads down and go to sleep. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Yeah. Let me get <laughs> A very interesting lesson tonight. Um, but before we get started, I'm going to start with Exodus chapter 7. And I have a question. Uh, okay, now let's just read it first, and then I can see the question. Okay, so do you want to read 7 1, please? Exodus 7. You have it, Mr. Tinsley? Oh, yeah, I have it. Oh, oh, I can hear you. Yeah, I have it. Okay. Then the Lord, excuse me, mm-hmm. Exodus uh, chapter 7, verse 1. Then the Lord said to Moses, See, I have made you like God to Pharaoh, and your brother Aaron will be your prophet. Okay, hold it down. So God said to Pharaoh, he's going to, make him like a god. Now, before we explore what that means, we need to know what type of attitude did Pharaoh have about himself? Because God said he's going to make Moses like a god. But let's see how Pharaoh felt about himself. So let's let's go back and refresh our memories and turn back over to uh, chapter 5. I think that's 5. What verse? Uh, can you read five, one, and two? Um, yes. Uh, Exodus five, verse one and two. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Uh, it reads, uh, after this presentation to Israel's leaders, Moses and Aaron went and spoke to Pharaoh. They told him, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Let my people go so they may hold a festival in my honor in the wilderness. Is that so? Retorted Pharaoh. And who is the Lord? Why should I listen to him and let Israel go? I don't know the Lord, and I will not let Israel go. Okay, so when we look at this verse right here, how does Pharaoh act? It said he retorted, and he wouldn't know who is this Lord, and why should I listen to him to let Israel go? I don't know this Lord, and I'm not letting Israel go anywhere. So how does Pharaoh see himself? As very powerful, or as like a god, 
What do you right. Think? Powerful and arrogant. Mm-hmm. That's correct. I agree. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. That's what you're saying. I said he was disbelieving. He didn't believe in God. Mm-hmm. Amen. Okay. Amen. And and Maria also added to that as well. It said he was powerful and arrogant, so and he didn't believe in God. And the reason why he didn't believe in God because he looked at himself as being a God. God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So in other words, if I'm a God, well, who's this God that you talk about that's going to come and tell me? Great Pharaoh, I got to do. I'm not listening, and I'm not going to pay attention. So in this verse, chapter 7, God is going to tell Moses, say, look, now we know how Pharaoh feels. We know he thinks he's all of that, that he's a God, and he ain't got to listen to nobody. But God said, I got something for him tonight. So what I need you to do, Moses, it's pay real close attention what I'm about to do. And what I'm about to do is that I'm going to give you, Moses, so much authority and power that you also are going to seem like a god to Pharaoh. Got that? Got it. And, he said, yes. and also, I'm not only going to use you, but I'm going to use your brother Aaron. And Aaron's going to have a very special role. And the mm-hmm. role that Aaron's going to have, he's going to be a prophet. And we know Aaron was a spokesman. But let me ask you, what is a prophet? What is the purpose of a prophet? Or what is the job of a prophet? Why was that such an important role? And answer to that, somebody got a suggestion? He was like a leader? A leader? Yes, he's a leader. Uh huh. But a special kind of leader from where? From God. From God. Okay. But let's prove it. Let's turn to Hebrews 1 and 2 to show you um, what prophets' real roles are. Because, you know, in our churches, we have people coming in and say that they're prophets. But let's look what the role of a prophet is and how you can really, and what their job is supposed to be. So Hebrews 1, 1 and 2. Sister Tinsley, you want to read that one, please? Yes, ma'am. Hebrews 1 and 2. You gotta, you gotta speak to people. What's that? That's right. Hebrew. Hebrew. A one and uh, one and two. Yes, ma'am. Pop, you absolutely Hebrew. correct. Pardon me. That's a pop said that he was fighting when he said he said God. Okay. Right, uh, Hebrew one and two reads: In the past, God spoke to our forefathers. Through the prophets, yeah, at many times, uh-huh. at many times, and in various ways, but in these last days, he has spoke to us by his son, whom he appointed half of all things, and through whom he made the universe. Amen. So, oh, Lord, wow. 
so long ago, when God didn't have a direct connection to the people, who did he use to speak to the people? Prophets. Prophets. The prophets. There you go. So a prophet is supposed to be a direct spokesman from God. That means that if a person comes to you and say, I am Prophet Joe, that means that they got a real connection to God where God is speaking to them, and they need to be able to tell you the innermost things about you that you didn't even know about yourself or make a prediction uh, based on what God has told them that's going to happen to you. And the reason why I'm stressing this is because in our churches, people come and tell you they are prophets, and they're mm-hmm. going to tell you what God tells them. But when you really listen to what they're saying to you, their predictions are just common sense. I, I, I had a prophet that came in one day and said, oh, there's people in this congregation that got high blood pressure. Well, mostly everybody in the, in the, in the, in the, in the congregation got high blood pressure. Or yeah. diabetes. Mm-hmm. Those are just common events. Or somebody, uh, I, I'm telling you that there's somebody here who needs money. Those are all just common mm-hmm. things. But a true prophet will come to you and say, "I know, Charles, that you were sick last week, and I, you know, and, and tell me something that nobody would know about me but God." So Amen. I'm stressing this that we got to be careful of these people that come and tell you that they are prophets. Because if they are prophets, they should be able to, to tell you their innermost secrets, the innermost things about you that nobody knows about, about, about you but between you and God. So be careful. But I like the second part that Sister um, Tizzy wrote, read. he said, but they spoke to us before through the prophets. But look at this. We really don't need prophets now because God has put in a new person, a new prophet for us. And he said in those final days, he speaks to us now through his son, Jesus. You see that? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Amen. So Amen. whatever we need, God, ask God, and he is right there to tell us. Bible said, whatever you need, God's got it. Okay. Our inner thoughts, whatever we need to know about ourselves, and God wants us to know, as Jesus. But it says, he speaks us through his son, God. He promised everything to the, to the son as an inheritance to the universe. So whatever you want, God's got it. You don't need to go to nobody, but go directly to the source. And it just read it, the sentence just read it for you. We can go take our cares to Jesus, and He will give us our inner thoughts. Amen. 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 All right. Let's move on to verse two. Sister Maria, please. Exodus seven two. Oh, Exodus. We're in Exodus. Okay, let me go back to Exodus, please. Uh huh. Exodus seven two. Okay. Okay. Seven two. Exodus. Thou shalt speak all that I command thee. And Aaron thy brother shall speak unto Pharaoh that he send the children of Israel out of his land. All right. In other words, tell Aaron Aaron's gonna be your prophet. 
So whatever I'm telling you, Moses, I need you to tell Aaron everything that I command. And then Aaron must speak it word for word to Pharaoh to let the people of Israel go. But look what God said he's going to do. Maria, three, please. Sure. Um, and I will harden Pharaoh's heart and multiply my signs and my wonders in the land of Egypt. Okay. Now look at the key word there. He said, but even though I ask you um, to, to repeat everything that I tell um, Moses to Aaron, I'm going to do something. Instead of Pharaoh listen to you, I'm going to do something. I'm going to make his heart stubborn. Mm-hmm. I said, now, God, why would you want to make his heart stubborn? Why would you want him to be disobedient? And why the heart? And if we think about it, the heart, our heart, is the center of our feelings and our emotions. Wherever the man said, whatsoever, and the Bible said, whatsoever is in the heart, so is he. Or whatsoever man thinketh, so is he. So, you know, it starts in the heart and then it goes to the mind. But God has said he's going to make Pharaoh's heart stubborn. And but God tell us the answer why he's going to make the heart stubborn. And he said, the reason why I'm going to make the heart stubborn is so that I can multiply my miracle signs and wonders in the land of Egypt. So, in other words, with Pharaoh being hard, hard being hard and stubborn, if God, if his heart wasn't stubborn, then God wouldn't get a chance to be glorified. God wouldn't get a chance to do all his miracles and signs. Because if Pharaoh listens, then God don't have to put the plagues on him. God don't have to show his great power. So God is making his heart stubborn, so God can get the glory. And it's, it's mm-hmm. right there. So I can multiply my miracles, signs, and wonder in the land of Egypt. Amen. Anything Amen. You add about that? Amen. So the All people right, knew. So the people huh? knew for sure. They could see the, the people in the township and all his, all his servants, the, the Pharaoh. They can all see that this, uh, the Egyptian God and um, the Jewish. The Israelites' God was much more uh, mightier than their God. That's right. That's okay. And you know, God has a purpose for everything He's doing. I want to take with the purpose for a second. So I want you to turn to Romans, um, Romans one twenty-eight. Are we talking about the heart? Romans, Romans one twenty-eight. One twenty-eight. Uh-huh. Uh, Missionary, you read that one. Okay, let me get it. Okay, let me see. Uh, sorry, I'm working with two Bibles here. Hold okay. On. Okay, 128, read. Now, this, I want you, before you read it, this is what happens when your heart is hardened. Keep that thought in mind. This is what happens when your heart is hardened. Okay. And you said Romans 1, right? Verse 28? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Uh, amen. Since they thought it foolish to acknowledge God, he abandoned them. 
He abandoned them to their foolish thinking and let them do things they should ne- that should never be done. All right. So since Pharaoh's heart was made hot by God, he, he didn't acknowledge God. So if you're not going to acknowledge God, God going to say, I'm going to step off. I'm going to abandon you and let you do whatever you think you want to do. Mm, and that's what, that's what that means right there. So, you know, you have a lot of people like that now. They don't acknowledge who God is. And God said, okay, I'm not going to deal with it right now. I'm going to let them see that I am God. So that's why you see people fall into the ditch and do all kind of crazy stuff. So, you know, things happen to them wrong, so they don't put God first in their life. Amen. Amen. And just let it happen. But I'm going to say something else. Stay in Romans. Go to Romans 9. Uh oh. Uh oh. Wait a minute. I closed it. Ma'am? Excuse me. Romans 9 and what? 9 Oh, yes, oh, yes, start at 9 and start at 16. Okay, amen. Okay, uh, Miss Mary, I want you to read that one, too, please. <laughs> you got me, you got me. Okay, give me the chapter once more. I didn't write it. I mean, 9, Romans 16. 9, 9 15. Okay. 9, 16. 1, 6. No, amen. 9, 6. Nine sixteen. Nine one six one six. Yes. Okay. Okay. Nine sixteen reads. Uh, so it is God. So it is God who decides to show mercy. We can neither choose it nor work for it. You got mm. one. For the scripture says that God told Pharaoh, "I have appointed you for the very purpose of displaying my power in you." And to spread my fame throughout the earth. All so, right. So, wow. So, let me ask you a question. So, why did God make Pharaoh's heart cotton? What did it just say in 17? To do what? To display his what? His glory. Display his power. Amen. Display his power. So, either way, it all boils down that God is going to get the glory. Mm-hmm. Because Pharaoh is like, he wasn't worried about our God. He ain't worried about him. I ain't worried about your God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so God said, okay, I'm going to let you feel that way, and I'm going to show you just how mm-hmm. strong my power mm-hmm. is. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. Oh, what I'm Amen. saying to you, too, and I want you to think, Sometimes that when we when we work on these jobs and these jobs are so challenging for us. No matter what we do, we just can't seem to get on top of them and and, 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 and let's get recognition for the work that we do. Right. That's why I Amen. often say, stand still because Christ lives in you. Mm-hmm. And if you stand still through your work Christ is going to get the glory because they're going to see that you're good and, and there got to be something coming from somewhere. So God is going to get the glory in what you are doing. That's hard yeah. for me. When you're doing the best that you can, 
and nobody seems to understand. But stand still, because God will get the glory out of it. God has a purpose for everything that's happened to you in your life. But his purpose is that he will get the glory. God sees everything. And he's not going to let you fall. But he is going to get his glory. And that's why he's allowing Pharaoh's heart to be hardened. So Pharaoh will recognize. Because Pharaoh asked him, remember remember we did him five? Who is this God? I don't know this God who you're talking about. I don't have to listen to him. Well, oh, brother Pharaoh, you need to listen to him. Because he's what that they and God's going to show him who he is. So God is going to get the glory. Amen. Okay. Amen. All right. Let's move on. Um, four. Maria, please. Seven, uh, Exodus 7, 4. Now, Exodus 7, 4. Okay, let me go back now. Exodus. I know I'm taking you all around. Sorry. That's okay. But it's okay. We're almost driving around. We're getting the understanding. Oh, yeah, okay. that's the main no. thing. Well, we just put a pencil, a piece of paper in the in the uh, other section. <laughs> we going back to Romans? <laughs> no, yeah, okay. exactly. Okay, seven four. But Pharaoh shall not hearken unto you, that I may lay my hands upon Egypt and bring forth mine enemies, my armies, and my people the children of Israel, out of the land of Egypt by great judgments. Whoa. Wow. You see that? Mm. So God takes mm. the glory. So it said that even though Pharaoh refused to listen to you, so God knows that Pharaoh wasn't going to listen to him. You see that? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But it's all right. I'm going to still bring my fist down on Egypt. Now, God said he's going to bring his fist down on something. You know you just done. You overcame. Amen. After I bring my fist down on Egypt, then I, the God Almighty, will rescue my people, the children of Israel from the land of Egypt. And I'm going to not only bring my fist down on them, I'm going to deal with great acts of judgment. So you see, God Mm. is not playing. God is going to get the glory, and he's going to bring that big old hammer, his big old fist down on the people. And they ain't going to, mm. going to know what's going to hit them. But God mm. is so merciful. He gives you a little sign here, trying to help you repent. But you don't want to keep, you don't want to change. He's going to keep on hitting you until you succumb. And when God finishes beating you down, you will give up. And you're going to see mm. as foul keeps. Um, God keeps giving Pharaoh more and more plagues. Pharaoh keeps getting harder-headed and more hard-headed. But at the end of the plague, Pharaoh's going to give up. i say, okay, get those people out of here. Let them go. Because he doesn't know that he cannot fight with God. He's going to see who the real God is. Mm. Okay. Amen. All right, verse 7, seven and 5. Sister Kenzie, please. Verse 5 reads, And the Egyptians would... And the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord when I stretch out my hand against Egypt and bring the Israelites out of it. Mm. Keep going, please. Moses and Aaron did just as the Lord commanded them. Moses was 80 years old and Aaron 83 when they spoke 
to Pharaoh. Okay. Now look at verse 5 again. God will know when he bring his powerful hand and bring the Israelites out of Egypt, then everybody's going to know that I am I God. am God. Mm-hmm. That's right. I'm in God. Now, this is the explanation for the plague. So all the plagues that God put on Pharaoh was for this purpose. So they will know that I am God. You see that? Mm-hmm. So every plague that he came about is from this verse right here. When I raise my powerful hand and bring mm. those Israelites out, then everybody's going to know that I am the God, almighty God. I'm not a God like Pharaoh, but I am the mm. universal God. You mm. see that? Amen. Yeah. That, so right there, that number five is the purpose of all the plagues. And in verse 6, it says we read that when Moses and Aaron did just as the Lord commanded them. And it says that Moses was 80 years old and um, Aaron was 83. 83. So, you know, you're not too old to do God's work. Amen. 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 Oh, yes. Yes. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Yes. Mm. Now, Mm. verse 6. When it says that Moses and Aaron did just as God commanded them, that's mm-hmm. the secret of success. Let me say it again. When it says that Moses and Aaron did just as the Lord commanded them, I'm telling you that's the secret of being successful. And I'll tell you what I mean. Uh, again, <laughs> Romans again, one to five. I should tell you, put a piece of paper there. <laughs> okay. I, <laughs> I did it this time. I did too. Romans I did too. Yes, Tuesday. Romans what? Romans um one five. One five. Uh-huh. Miss Larry, you read that for me, please? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Mm-hmm. One, five. Mm-hmm. That is the princess. I see you, you. Already your eyes are open up on this one. <laughs> oh, wow. This is beautiful. Good, it. <laughs> okay, read it, read it, missionary. Okay. Through Christ, God has given us the privilege oh. and the authority uh-huh. As apostles to tell Gentiles everywhere what God has done for them so that they so will believe that. and obey, bringing glory to his name, Lord. Okay. Now, you see in that particular scripture, I said the key to success is here. And what is the key to success? It says to believe and obey. Moses and Aaron believed God, and because they believed God, they obey him, and that's why they were successful. And it's the same thing with you. I mean, God tell you to do something, do like Moses. Believe it and obey it. You might not understand why in the world is God telling me to do it. But if you know without a shadow of a doubt that God told you to do it, 
do it. Obey do him, it. and you will be successful in everything that you undertake. Mm-hmm. Oh, and look at the other part. It says that God has given us the privilege, and not only the privilege, but he also gave us authority. That means that you've got power. So yeah. that's why you saying that? He said, because God gave me the authority. And look what he says. Through Christ, God has given us the privilege and authority as apostles. Apostles are people sent forth. So when you're telling somebody about the goodness of Jesus and they want to know why, because God gave you the privilege and authority to do so. And what is it he wants you to do? He wants you to tell Gentiles everywhere what God mm. has done for you. Yes. How he picked you up and how he turned you around. Mm. How he healed somebody. When you were down to your last dollar, how he put yes. another dollar in your pocket. When you didn't mm. have a job, he gave you a job. When you didn't have a mm. car, he gave you a car. Yes, Lord. Yes. Yes. All we got to do is just believe and obey. Believe. Mm. Tell somebody yes. about the goodness of Jesus. Mm. Hallelujah, mm. Jesus. Yes, Lord. Um, pastor, 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 yes. can, can I read my my uh, verse 5 in the KJV? Because I just love the way this has been expressed. May I do that? Okay. Yes. By whom we have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith among all nations for his name. Whoa. Amen. Whoa. Amen, amen, amen. Mm. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. So you see it, right? In a different yep. translation, mm. it means the same thing. Believe and obey. Yes, yes. Yeah. And you equipment. know what? May I add something, too? Sure. I was thinking about when, like, family members or people that you know that's, uh, like, police officers, you know that they have the authority to take you in if they feel that you they have evidence that you broke the law or something like that. Who give you the right to carry that gun to shoot and to take somebody's freedom? But they have to be sworn in and they have that that word authority. They're given authority yeah. by the by the city, the state of New York, or the city of New York. You know they've been given authority. That word authority is so deep. You have the right, mm-hmm. you have the power, we trust you to do the right thing and do what you you do what I ordered you to do, to keep the city safe. And the authority here is used that God said he gives us the authority. He gives us permission. He 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 he, gives, he instead of the city or the or the state, God himself is giving us the authority. Amen. That's right. Amen. Amen. To go out and tell others. Mm, mm, mm. Right. All yep. you gotta believe and obey, because he has given you the authority. Amen. 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 Ooh, never seen that like that before. Okay. Neither okay. have I. Yeah. Yeah. Neither, yeah. Neither have I. It was beautiful. Wow. Yeah. Give us authority mm-hmm. to be apostles. Apostles, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Mm. Amen. Thank you. All right, Maria, um, back in Exodus 7, 8. Okay. 
I, I put my marker there. I got there quicker. <laughs> I got Me my, too, I got the little string in my Bible. Amen. <laughs> I got the little ribbon in my Bible. Uh-huh. <laughs> Amen. Me too. Oh, but yeah. One, one ribbon and multiple chapters, so, you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, okay, so you got your little ribbon in your Bible. You still got Romans, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. we still got Romans <laughs> and we got Exodus. <laughs> Exodus. Okay. Go back to All Romans right. one time. I'm going to show you something right. else. I'm sorry. Because you got your little fingers on Romans. Go to Romans um, 9, 16. Did we delete that? Mm-hmm. We did not. Oh, no, 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 no. I think, let me read that. Let me see. We um, read Romans 9, 16 we and 17. Okay. All right. You got it. Okay. We did that. All right. We ready to move on oh, Exodus. Okay. Thank you. Exodus number six, uh, verse six. Yes, I gotta get back there. Okay. I read six. I read six. No, you're gonna be eight. Right, seven, eight. I read six. Okay. Okay. And the Lord spoke unto Moses and unto Aaron, saying, When Pharaoh shall speak unto you, saying, Show a miracle for for your, then thou shalt say unto Aaron, Take thy rod and cast it before Pharaoh, and it shall become a serpent. Ooh. Right? Mm. Don't so, play with the Lord now. Do not exactly. play with the Lord. Amen. So when Moses said, um, said so the Lord told Moses, asked, he said, and God, you see how God can predict what happened. Before it even happened, God makes a prediction. Mm-hmm. And God, God told him that, when they go, Pharaoh is going to demand that you show me a miracle. In other words, don't come here if you don't have them to show. Okay, I'm going to need a miracle. So he said that when Pharaoh makes this prediction, I want to tell Aaron, not you, Moses, but I want to tell Aaron to take your staff and, and, and throw it down in front of Pharaoh. And mm-hmm. something's going to happen. It's going to become a serpent. So, again, in verse 10, Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and did exactly what the Lord commanded them. And just like they said, to tell Aaron to do it, Aaron threw down the staff before Pharaoh. And not only Pharaoh, Pharaoh was there with his officials. You know, people, you know, wherever you at, you got to have a crowd. Mm. And when when Aaron threw down that staff, it became a serpent. Mm-hmm. So you know mm-hmm. Pharaoh not gonna take back. He's gonna say, "All oh, right, you got some kind of game. I'm gonna take my. I, I got my people too." His so, wise men. Mm-hmm. Yep. And verse eleven. Listen, there, read that, please. And verse eleven reads, "Then Pharaoh called in his own wise men and sorcerers, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. these Egyptian magicians did the same thing with their magic." All right. Now, mm-hmm. so he, they called in his, his people. He's supposed to be Pharaoh's backup. He called in his little wise men and his sorcerers. And, of course, they, did, they, they imitated the same trick. But mm-hmm. let me ask you, they know the two class of people here, wise men and the other was sorcerers. Mm-hmm. We need to ask ourselves, what's the difference between the two? Amen. Okay. Uh, what's the difference? 
I'm thinking within my <laughs> thinking out loud. Okay. Mm. So the wise men were the ones who studied witchcraft, voodoo, and devil worshipper. Wow. Mm. Those were your wise men. Your sorcerers, they also studied that, but they was more like magicians. So they were like that occur. So they were just all mixed up in um, voodoo, hoodoo stuff. But the difference between the two, one performed more like magic. The sorcerers were more like more magicians. Because look what it says. And these is um, these is Egyptian magicians. So one was associate with the un- with the underworld, you know, with the voodoo, the, the, the devil, and all with that the stuff. With the devil. Mm-hmm. Right. And the other ones were more like magicians. So he, he thought he was bringing on some hard stuff, some hardball. Okay. Mm-hmm. And but look, when they when they when he brought them on in verse twelve, they threw down their staff, and their staff also became a serpent. Okay. So Pharaoh said, "Hmm." Huh. You didn't do anything big. But look at my people. They threw down their stick and it became a snake too. Or a serpent too. But look what happened. But it says that Aaron's staff swallowed up their staff. Amen. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> See? Y'all. See? Yeah. <laughs> Ain't that just like the devil always copying God? Always coming, never gonna do nothing yeah. different and, and creative of his own. He just he just followed uh, fake, just a fake. He just trying to follow God and everything, but God swallowed him up. <laughs> so he well, all you know, powerful, he Almighty. Well, 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 you know, Sister um, uh, Deborah, uh, it's 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 a, it's it's the Lord's name and it's His game, baby. And if you think you can beat it, beat the Lord in his game, you are a fool. <laughs> yeah, that's what Pharaoh was. Yes. He was a fool. Amen, 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 Yes, amen. Now, when we go to verse 9, verse 9, if those positions were so tough, when they, those plagues start to come, they will kind of block it. But they didn't have any power to block those plagues. I'm going to prove it to you. Go to Exodus 9, um, 11. No, 11, 9, 10. 9. Uh-huh, Exodus 9, 10. And we to 9, um, 10 and um, 11. Yeah, 9. Yeah, 9. Okay, Exodus 9 and read 10 and 11. I'm sorry. We show you that they, they were so tough. They couldn't even protect the, the, the disease from themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? Um, no, read from 8. Since it's because they read 9, 8 to 11. Uh, 9 to, to 11. 8 to 11. Nine, re- 8 to mm-hmm. 11. 8 to 11. 8 to 11. Then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, take handfuls of soot from the furnace and have Moses Toss it into the air in the presence of Pharaoh. It will become fine dust over the whole land of Egypt and festering balls will break out on men and animals throughout the land. 
So they took the sack from the furnace and stood before Pharaoh. Moses tossed it into the air, and festering balls broke out on men and animals. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Eleven. Read eleven. Eleven. The magician could not stand before Moses because of the balls that were on them and on all the Egyptians. Amen. And look at that. If those magicians were so powerful, so caught up in voodoo and hoodoo, when the balls <laughs> broke out on everybody else, they would have been able to protect themselves. They would have been able to take it. They would have been able to take it. The balls broke out on them just like everybody else. Now, they yeah. had to stop this from happening, but they couldn't. They were hurting Amen. just like everybody else. They probably said, oh, my God, what does this all mean? They have no voodoo, no hoodoo, no hoodoo. <laughs> they have no cure. Ooh, watch God work. <laughs> That's right. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just watch God work. Yes, Amen. Lord. Amen. 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 The are too short to box God. They have no power. They just deal with them little voodoo stuff, but they got no power against God. They can bring the yeah. prayer all they want with their little four stars. And when God strikes, they can't do nothing. Now, nothing. Nothing. Amen. So his power. Now, yes, Lord. Do you know that we talked about the wise men and the sorcerers? But you know, we have a name for them. We can actually give them a name. And <clears> I'm going to tell you in a second dun, 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 what their name was. Second Timothy. Second Timothy. I know I'm bugging out, but I feel good. I'm sorry. God bless. No, that's a good thing. Don't feel sorry. Just praise God. Feeling good. Oh, yes. Second Timothy. Oh, Lord. Second Timothy. Okay, third chapter, what verse? Three and eight. Let's see. Oh, yes. Maria, want to hit that one for me, please? Second Timothy. First, I got to find it. I don't think Sister Tinsley got it yet. Hold on. Well, I don't have it yet. Let's see. Second Timothy. Okay. 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 And Maria, want to read it for us, please? Three, eight. Okay, fifteen oh two Timothy, uh three eight and fifth and Timothy. Okay, chapter three. Three eight. Yes, Timothy two. Um, now as as Jans and Jambres, which stood Moses, so did these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds, reprobate. Concerning the faith. Hmm. Okay. Now read it from your Bible, missionary. Please. Okay. Eight and nine. Uh, Thank you, Maria. You're welcome. Okay. Starting from eight. These teachers oppose the truth, just as Janus and Jambres oppose Moses. There's their names. Uh-huh. Janus and Jambres. Janus and Jambres. Okay. Uh-huh. Moses, so they went against Moses. They have depraved minds and a counterfeit faith, hmm. mm-hmm. but they mm-hmm. won't get away with this for long. Someday, 
everyone will recognize what fools they are, just as Janus and Jambres. So Amen. if anybody asked you, what was the name of the musicians and the sorcerers? It was Janus and Jambres. Jambres. Amen. Wow. That? How did you find that? Hey, wow. God, boo-boo-boo. Now we know those wise men and sorcerers, Janus and Jambres. Amen. What a name. Janus and Jambres. Okay. Thank you. I got to write this down. And then I like the way they say counterfeit. Because we were yeah. just saying uh, that's what the accuser does, the enemy does. He just counterfeit, just counterfeit everything. God make good, he make bad. Yeah. Uh, he, he has his son, Jesus. He has his son, Antichrist. I mean, <clears throat> ev- everything that he does, he tries to do the opposite. Counterfeit, counterfeit. But like you said, Pastor, they couldn't stop that. They couldn't stop them boils. Nope. They couldn't stop they it. They couldn't it. heal themselves. Nope. Or, or the they can't. The devil's power is limited. Amen. Thank God for that, huh? Thank oh. you, Lord. Yes, Jesus. Thank you that he is not as powerful as you are. Right. His power mm-hmm. is very, very limited. He might make you think he can do it, but he can't. Right, not if the Father's in you. If the Father's with you, he can't touch you because God is too strong. Mm. And you said earlier he gives us authority, he gives us the power. That's what we read, right? Amen. Yep. Amen. So he just needs to leave God's children alone. Yep. But he's going to keep trying. He's going to keep on trying. So we mean we got to keep our our faith. We can't never let Satan make us scared and 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 doubt our Father. We always got to believe our Father and trust our Lord and have faith. Amen. 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 Okay, fourteen. Sister Tinsley, um, Exodus seven fourteen. Fourteen. Read. They, they were, they were piled into heaps, and the land reeked. Wait a minute, the land reeked. No, 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 to let the people go. Okay, so mm-hmm. God, you see God make another prediction. God is letting mm-hmm. you know his heart is still stubborn. And he's still yes, not going to make the people go. You see he's how God long. knows our inner thoughts? <laughs> mm. It hasn't even happened yet. But God already knows what's going to happen before it even happens. But he doesn't mm. want Moses to know what's going to happen. Remember, it said mm. the Lord said to Moses, thou's heart is still stubborn. So you see how God knows our inner thoughts. Yeah, man. What our actions yeah. going to be. He said, because yeah. his heart is stubborn, he's going to refuse to let the people go. So he said, but that's all right, Moses. I'm going to tell you what you're going to do. 
What did it say in 2 Corinthians 15? It said this. Uh, go to Pharaoh. Go to Pharaoh in the morning as he goes out to the water. Okay, Wait on the bank. Mm-hmm. Now, don't you see that everything that we want to do, before we even do it, God knows about it. So let yes. me get up in the morning, because Pharaoh's going to mm-hmm. go down to the river in the morning. Mm-hmm. Now, you see how God knows everything you're going to do? Even when you get wake up in the morning, he knows what steps you're going to do. What he knows what you're going to do before you do it. We think it's in the bed. What are we going to do today? Oh, my Lord. And God already knows what you're going to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're going to have to wonder because God already got mapped out your day. You just don't realize it, but it's been mapped out. (laughs) Amen. I never saw it like that before. Amen, amen, amen. I'm sorry, Sister Tizzy. Go ahead. It says, wait on the bank of the Nile to meet him. And take in your hand the staff that was changed into a snake. Then okay. say to him. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. We see that God and God making a full position and telling him what to do. Go down to that river where you're going to stand at and wait for mm-hmm. him. Right? Don't move. Okay. Mm-hmm. But when you go down there, I want you to go empty-handed. I want you to take that little staff with you that turned into the, <laughs> turn mm-hmm. into the snake. Okay, go ahead, Mr. Kinsley, please. Then say to him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, has sent me to say to you, Let my people go so that they may worship me in the desert. But until now, you have not listened. Mm. All right, I hold it. So when he told him where to go, and now he's telling him exactly what to say. Remember, most of, they're supposed to be the spokesman. So, so when he gets there, let him know that I'm the God. The God I'm the God. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting to tell you this. You man, you better let my people go so they can worship me in the desert. Because up to now, you have refused to listen to me. So God has given him a warning. Um, what he has not done. All right, go ahead to 10, 17, please. This is what the Lord says. By you, by this, you will know that I am the Lord. With the staff that is in my hand, I will strike the waters of the Nile, and it will be changed into blood. Okay. Now, hold it. Look at them. So God is saying, look, you don't believe, my father didn't believe you, but I'm going to show him. That I am. I mm. am yes, the Lord. Lord. Now, I'm going to tell you how I'm going to prove it to him. So I want you to take that, that staff in your hand, and I want you to strike the water of the Nile. And when you mm-hmm. hit that water, just strike that water, something strange mm-hmm. is going to happen. It's going to turn to blood. Now, you got to remember that Nile River, remember we had read before, was thousands and thousands of miles long. That Nile River was very precious to them. Because, look, Pharaoh was even going to take a bath. Say, right? well, he, said, he had to go down to take a bath because, look, because it said he was getting up going in, in the morning to go down to the river. Why is he going to go to the river so early in the morning? Certainly you're not going to go there and take a bath. 
So he used they use that water for bathing and everything else. They use that Nile River for everything. Remember we read when Moses was born, he was placed in that Nile River. Right. And remember yeah. we was reading too that the soil from the Nile River was good for growing the plants and the crops. They fished out of that Nile River. They did everything in that Nile River. So that Nile River was very, very precious to them. It was very sacred to them. But here God is going to tell them, I don't care how sacred it is, they're going to see that I'm God. And I'm going to take their most precious thing, that Nile River, and I'm going to turn it to blood. And you know how that's going to make them feel. And think about it, too. Maybe Remember we had read before? How they were going to kill all the firstborn babies and drown, drown them in the river. Remember, they, um, we read it somewhere. I, I forgot where we read it. How they were killing the kids and throwing them in the river. I have to find that for you. But the, either way, that now was very precious to them. Very sacred. Okay? So look at it says. So go ahead, Sister Tizzy, 17. 17. 17. I read. This is what I say to you. I read 17. Okay, 18. 18. The fish in the Nile would die and the river would stink. The Egyptians would not be able to drink its water. The Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron, take out your staff and stretch it out, stretch out your hand over the waters of Egypt over the streams and canals, over the ponds and all the reservoirs, and they will turn to blood. Blood would be everywhere in Egypt, even mm. in the wooden buckets and stone jars. Now, you know that had to be a sight to be home. Mm. Remember how mm-hmm. big that we said that Nell River was thousands of miles long? And mm. when, most, mm. when, when Aaron strikes that water, Every river, every cannon, every pond, even the reservoirs, even the water that they took from the Nile River and put in little wooden bowls and pots, even that water turned to blood. You Mm. imagine what kind of sight that must have been, how their eyes must have been wide open because everywhere they could see where that water from that Nile came from, had turned to blood. And just think about that. Even the fish, they used to eat the fish out of the Nile. All the river, the fishes in the river just died. Mm-hmm. The became so steep. So they could not even drink that water or bathe or do anything with that water anymore because it was all turned to blood. Mm-hmm. So that had to be a very, very difficult, very, very difficult time. Now, I can imagine Pharaoh's eyes when that happened. But you know, Pharaoh got a chick to the side, too. He got a little chick, too. Uh-huh. Pop, you're the so, line, you're so quiet. I'm listening. Okay. All right. All right, Maria, 20, please. Um, oh. 20. Okay. Um, here we go. And Moses and Aaron did so as the Lord commanded, and he lifted up the rod and smote the waters that were in the river in the sight of Pharaoh and in the sight of his servants, and all the waters that were in the river were turned to 
blood. Whoa. Mm. Go ahead. Keep eating. Go ahead. Okay. And the fish that was in the river died, and the river sank, and the Egyptians could not drink of the water of the river, and there was blood throughout all the land of Egypt. And the magician. Okay, and then watch them. They're going to be slick now. Go ahead, Maria. 22. I'm sorry. That's okay. And the magicians of Egypt did so with their enchantments, and Pharaoh's heart was hardened. Neither did he, did he hearken in, unto them as the Lord had said. Okay, now hold it there. Now, Missionary, read it from your Bible, 22, please. Uh, 22, 722, uh, reads, but again, the magicians of Egypt used their magic, and they too turned water into blood. So Pharaoh's heart remained hard. He refused to listen to Moses and Aaron, just as the Lord had predicted. Okay. Here's a question for you. If it says that all the rivers, all the cannons, all the ponds, and all the reservoirs, everything turned to blood, where did the physicians get that water to turn it into blood? Think about it. Think about it. Is the Nile River, all the rivers, all the cannons, and the ponds, and all the reservoirs? Turn the blood. It said, but the magicians found some water from somewhere, and they turned it to um, turn that water into blood too. You guys hear what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Where did uh, they get that? I'm thinking. Where did they get that water from? And it That's a hard so one now. Hard. Yeah, but think about it. They're so silly. If they didn't have water to drink. And they found somewhere to get some water. So they yes, drink yes, that yes. water. I said, I'm drinking that water. They took that little bit of water that they had and turned it into blood. You, try to oh. <laughs> you see that? <laughs> Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Okay, now, the answer so no... <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't have no water. It's, it's just crazy. Okay, mm-hmm. but here's Exactly. Mm-hmm. They want to be show off. They want to take the little water that they found instead of drinking that water. They take the yes. water and turn it to blood. Yeah, because that that would my lord. And that would have counted what God had did then, but they didn't even they want to copy again what God did instead of like you said yeah. saving that water to drink and no. give their and babies and to wash with it or whatever. And the Lord said, yeah. I'll show you how dumb you are. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Will show you that even though we are so silly, God is so merciful and he got a, he got a plan. He got mm-hmm. a plan. You know what, Pastor? Yeah, 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 because he, he left them a little bit of something for them to survive off of when you think about it. Yeah, because he said that he t- he turned all the water in the whole country. That must have been scary. Every time yeah. somebody stepped in the water, you lift a trail of blood. Yeah, all over the land, nothing but blood. Yeah. And then he give and you all a little bit of water 
saved you a little bit of water so y'all could find it. And instead of y'all drinking it and living, you're going to show God, try to show God up by being a smart mouth and smart things and then turn it into blood. And then now you got nothing for real. Even the merciful yep. that he give you, you messed that up. Well, I'm, I'm not so sure. I'm not so, excuse me, I'm not so sure the, the Lord gave it for mercy. The Lord gave that extra, um, gave that clean, uh, uh, untainted water specifically so they would use it to show how how dumb they were. <laughs> yeah, but that was their choice. That's how God is merciful. Exactly. That's, how, that's the whole point of our whole existence. He he could have just squashed us, but he didn't. He always give us another chance. But when he gets okay. tired, that's it. He give you so much okay. time to get it right, and after that, he let them have the water. You can you can you can you can just use it, which you're supposed to do with it, or you can try to make me look bad and do the same thing. But you ain't doing nothing but hurting your own soul. Because all right, so let me ask you this question. Hold it right there. Let's read this verse, and then we're gonna see which way which way it goes. Um, okay. Missionary, read twenty four, and this is this is where 724. the water came. Right, this is where they got that water from. Because it made me crazy. Like, how could they get water from where? But like you said, God has a plan for everything and a reason for why He did it. What does twenty four says? Then all the Egyptians dug along the riverbank to find drinking water. For they couldn't drink the water from the Nile. So where did the they find? No, no. Where, where did they find the water from? They had to work to get it. They had to dig along the, the riverbank. Riverbank for the Nile. So, thank you. So, what you're saying, missionary, and what Maria is saying is both correct. God is so merciful that He allowed. Water to be in the riverbank, which is water that probably came from the Nile somewhere, but God let it be white for a while, cleared up. They had to dig mm-hmm. for it. And then once they, they dug for it, they had a choice. They could have drank it or they could show their ignorance. And they choose to do what? Show, show their, their ignorance. ignorance. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so it's God's mercy. He gave them mercy, but they also yes, showed their did. ignorance. So you both are correct. You see that, guys? Amen. 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 Yay, Sister Deborah. <laughs> what? Yep. Both of us. Yay, Sister Maria. We I did know. it. We're learning. We're growing. I'm Sister Tinsley and Pop, they listening. They see that we're growing. Yeah, I'm listening. I'm just listening. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. Sure. They Amen. That they dug, they work hard and everything. Remember, they got no water. Everything is blood. You know, they were digging, digging, digging around that river. And they found that little bit of water. But, of course, as soon as they got it, they did what? They turned the water into blood. <laughs> into blood. <laughs> yeah. Now, you said that's that called, was foolish. That was stupid. Dope. You're thirsty. That's called dopey and, that's called dopey and dopier. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, you, so you know you're digging in the dirt. you gotta be. It's got to be hot. You're in Egypt. And you and yep, you dig with all the mosquitoes and all the flies from the sinking fish and everything, and yep. you finally get some nice cold water. And what you do with it? You try to show up <laughs> God. You try to show up God. God, and you turn exactly. into more blood. That was smart. Exactly. That's so stubborn heart. Mercy, but 
that was being dumber and dumber. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I told you that. We, one? Yes. Huh? Wow. So, and look what it says in the last one, 25. So now they don't have no water. So seven days passed from the time the log struck the Nile. So that little bit of water they had, they don't turn into blood and go out of that state like that for seven days. Woo! Seven. That's a week. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Lord, a week with no water and, and, and no baths and no cooking. They probably eating know berries and nuts. <laughs> yeah. Good you know they really were thinking. Yeah, they had to be. And the fish was stinking the whole city like a fish market. Yep. Yep. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah. That was good. That's the end of our lesson tonight. And like y'all said, dumber and dumber. God have mercy. Amen. Amen. They learning. They learning too. They learning. You can't fight with God. His He's, his 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 wishes is gonna come one way or another. Either you gonna learn yeah, to work through you, or he gonna work through somebody else. Exactly. And if those um, little magicians and sorcerers had so much power, they would have made some more water. They would turn it back. <laughs> they would have reversed that water from the blood. There you go. <laughs> now but that that, that would have been something because everybody watching was going on, and they all yep. suffering. But they, his people couldn't do anything to turn what God did around. No. They could only imitate what God did. They couldn't stop the Father. Yep. They could not stop him. Okay. I'm sorry. You all know how excited I get. No, that's okay. <laughs> I don't mean to talk so much, y'all. Please forgive me. But I get so excited when I read the word with y'all. Well, that's the, that's the joy of the Lord, okay? That's the joy of the Lord. And yep. amen. So it goes to show you they didn't have no power because the first thing I would have done when they turned that water to blood, the Nile River, especially mm-hmm. all the fish that we got to eat and the soil that we got to grow our crops in, I would have strike it and put it back to water. <laughs> but they didn't do that. They went and tried to copy God and turn, find a little bit of water and turn that into blood. And so seven days, they didn't have no, no water. No water, and they well, call the themselves lesson. the wise men. <laughs> well, that's the lesson. That's the no. lesson of that's the lesson of arrogance. Yes, yes. that's right. That's a hundred percent. That's what he's showing us. Don't, don't, don't let our arrogance or, or think that we can outthink God. Or how you said, Pastor, our arms are too short. The box of God. God. The box of God. Yep. Amen. Definitely so. So that concludes our lesson. I was trying to find, uh, I just thought about something, too. Uh, and I was trying to figure out how do people live so long without the water. But I was trying to find the scripture. But if I'm not mistaken, and Pop, tell me if I'm wrong. Near Egypt, there was a little town called Goshen. Goshen. Uh-huh. And I saw it somewhere in the Bible that all the stuff that happened down in Egypt and it didn't allow it to happen in Goshen. Goshen was never touched with none of that stuff. So maybe those people went over there and got water. I don't know, but I'm I'm trying to find the scripture. So don't quote me on it. It's just something I'm trying to remember, how they could survive right. the seven days without water. But when I do find it, I will um, bring it back to um, your, your attention. 
about mm-hmm. Goshen. You want to, can I say something? Of course. You have to understand now. When when uh, Jacob came to Egypt, uh-huh. Joseph was talking to Pharaoh. And he was talking to Pharaoh, and that was a good Pharaoh. Okay. He was talking to Pharaoh and told him, he said, my father's coming. And Pharaoh told him, okay, let your father come and your family come. And they say in the land, the best land in Goshen. Oh, yes, the best land in Goshen. That's right. All right? Uh-huh. In other words, when, when Jacob came to him from Canaan, he came to Egypt. He went to Goshen. Uh-huh. And that we all that we all the Jews were saying that. And, and nothing that. bad happened to them in Goshen. And those, and those <laughs> oh, right. So you have to understand, if nothing happened bad to them in coaching, that means they have. Yes, that's correct, right, right. Papa. Right. I gotta find that scripture, but that's the ghost. was a good place. It was the best, best land. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. All right. So if no questions, we're gonna pray out. We actually took us just about an oh, hour and 15 minutes, so we went a little bit over, but we're all right. We're going to pray out. Well, you know what? Let's all just pray together tonight. Because mm-hmm. I know you guys got to get up um, in the morning, and let's just pray together. And just thank God for this lesson. Thank yes. God for the, letting us know that <laughs> sometimes he's so merciful, but we still make the wrong choices, like those children, those musicians did instead of turning that water back into water, they turn into blood. But let's just pray that God will give us insight on what to do and how to do it. Yes. All right, let's pray. And let's all pray together. Dear Heavenly Father God, we come come to know how. Thank you, God. Thank you. Lord, we thank you for whatever you have heard, whatever our Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Yes, Lord. Oh, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for what you have done, what you're going to do, what you're doing for us right now, Lord. Oh, Jesus. Thank you for the understanding. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you for what you have done and what you're going to do, what you're doing. Our lives right now. Breathe on us, Lord Jesus. Work it out in our life. Go with us and stand by us, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Take us through. We are depending on you, Lord. We give it over to you, Lord. You know you're a doctor that never lost a case. Go with us and stand by us. Hallelujah. Take it, Lord Jesus. Work it out. Work it out, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's in
Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you for that, Papa Charles. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for how you touched her body, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you. You know all about it, Lord. We gave it over to you. You picked it, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, blessing. Keep us, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, yes, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Give us, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
will see yes, the Lord. salvation of God. Yes. yes. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yes. Thank you, Lord. Oh, yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Thank you. Oh, yes. I say yes, Lord, to your will. I say yes, Lord, to your ways. Yes. Ain't nobody do me like Jesus. Yes. Ain't nobody. Hallelujah. 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 Take me up and turn me around. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. You got me standing back on my feet. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Thank you. I'm down in the valley. Can't get up. Thank you for healing. And you healed me. Oh, thank you, Lord. In a matter of a second, in a matter of days, you restored my joy. You restored my healing. Yes. You put balance back in my body. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you for healing. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you. Thank you for the knowledge. The yes. Sunday school lesson, the yes. Bible class, yes. Thank you. Yes. the skills that we have tonight on the line, and unity yes. and love. Thank you. 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 I love you, Lord. We love you. Love you. Thank you. We ask the Lord to bless Michelle, Lord God. Bring her back onto the line, Lord Jesus. Bless her, Lord. Oh, yes. Bless yes. Her. Yes. Bring her back. Yes, Lord. We don't know oh, where Arlene is at, but wherever Arlene is at tonight, bless her, Lord. Yes. Bless her. Yes. And bring yes. back our sister, Mabel. Heal her body, Lord, right now. Whatever pain she might be in, God, heal her body and bring her back to the home. Look down onto the barn with the pains in her stomach. Heal her. Make hands of her. Not tomorrow, God, but right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus. Wherever Reverend Carpenter might be right now, working or wherever. Touch him, yes,
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.